Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 13 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our Q&A series where we answer questions submitted by our listeners. This week we are looking at the topic of Calvinism and Arminianism. And again, if you don't really understand what those words are, we'll explain in a moment. Uh, But the the specific question that we got was, can you explain the difference between Calvinism and Arminianism in terms so that an ordinary person can understand? Okay, great question. And I hope uh, one day in the 10-minute theology series, we'll get to this, this topic and we'll be able to do a little deeper dive into some of this. But since this was a Q&A submitted and it's going to be a while till we uh, get there in the 10-minute theology series, I thought I would address this now. And, and I want to do justice to the question where it kind of asks explaining this topic in a way that an ordinary person can understand. So I'm assuming kind of ordinary in the sense of not super theologically trained or educated and all that, right? Uh, and so we got to keep that in mind as we go through this. I'm sure you can... You can definitely do like a deeper dive in a lot of these topics, but I'm just going to try to hit the main kind of differences and how these two theological systems really differ from one another. Okay, and so again, to kind of give you a brief introduction understanding, Calvinism, Arminianism, these are essentially just two theological systems that largely have to do with the relationship between God's sovereignty and man's free will and salvation. Okay, that's really... Uh, what these two theological systems are focusing on, okay? And so Calvinism finds its roots in the teachings of John Calvin, okay? Makes sense. And Arminianism finds its roots in the teachings of Jacobus Arminius, okay? So that's where you get those names from. They're named after some people and kind of their followers and the teachings that derived um, from those people, Okay. And really, before getting into specifics, kind of the main difference, if we wanted to, to, if you just wanted to boil this down to kind of the main difference between these two theological systems, is I would say that Calvinism emphasizes more of God's sovereignty rather than human free will in salvation, okay? And Arminianism emphasizes more of human free will more than God's sovereignty in salvation, okay? So there's an element, right, where, like, Calvinism uh, would still believe there's free will, okay, but maybe not in the way, kind of like we talked back on our previous episode of our Q&A. They wouldn't just deny that, okay, but, like, they focus on God's sovereignty. And same with Arminianism, I think they would also believe like God is sovereign and these things, but they place a more heavy emphasis on human free will. Okay. And so that's, if you wanted to boil it down, that's really kind of the main difference. Okay. And as we go through some specifics, you're going to see how that kind of plays itself out and why I say that the way I said it. Okay. And so really Arminianism rose as a response to Calvinism. Okay. And so as I kind of walk through these differences, we're going to use kind of what is known as like the five points of Calvinism. We're going to kind of walk through those and talk about what 
Calvinists believe and then what um, Arminianism uh, believes uh, in that same kind of topic, okay? And then again, you'll see some of the differences on display here, okay? So the first topic, uh, specific example that we're going to look at is in the area of depravity, okay? So Calvinism believes um, in total depravity, which, what does that mean? That means that man is completely corrupted by sin and therefore is dead in their sin. And so is completely unable to respond to God in any way. And so needs God to initiate salvation. Okay, that's basic summary of what total depravity is. In contrast, Arminianism believes uh, that man is corrupted, yes, tainted by sin, yes, uh, but still has the ability to place faith in God of their own accord. And so some kind of label it as maybe like a partial depravity type of thing, or, or even some kind of believe that due to God's grace, man is more kind of neutral. And so man has the ability to choose to be for or against God. Okay, that's kind of the Arminianist view of uh, depravity. So again, you see some differences at work there already. The second one is in terms of election. Calvinism believes in unconditional election, which that means that God chose certain people to be saved <clears throat> before the foundation of the world according to his own will and purposes. And so really the ultimate cause in salvation is God choosing man. Okay, that's Calvinism. Arminianism believes in conditional election, that God chose certain people to be saved before the foundation of the world, but this is based on seeing that in the future, they would choose to believe in Jesus for salvation. So essentially the idea is that when God chose before the foundation world, he kind of looked forward in time into the future and saw who would choose to believe in him for salvation. And then that's like who he chose. And so in that sense, the ultimate cause in salvation is then man choosing God. Okay. So again, you see kind of this emphasis of Calvinism emphasizing more God's sovereignty, the work of God, and then Arminianism focusing a little bit more on that free will, that man choosing God aspect. All right, the third specific example would be in regards to the atonement. So kind of the work of Christ on the cross. And so Calvinism holds to limited atonement, which again, simplified definitions here of uh, essentially Christ died only for the elect. And so not for the whole world. And in that Christ's death was effectual, meaning that all those he died for would be saved. And so it kind of guaranteed their salvation. Armenianism believes in an unlimited atonement, that Christ died for the whole world, giving the potential for all to be saved. But it is only effective when people place their faith in Christ for salvation. Okay, so the work of Christ uh, gave the potential for all the world to be saved, but only is effectual for those who place their faith in Christ for salvation, okay? Fourth, as uh, kind of this grace, irresistible grace. So Calvinism believes in what we call like irresistible grace. And that essentially means when God calls someone to salvation, that person will come to salvation. And so this is kind of referring to like the, kind of what we call like the inward call that God gives to the elect. So this is not just like hearing the gospel 
call, like the outward call, but rather the inward call to where God calls people to be saved, okay? And that uh, person will come to salvation. And so really, like, the idea is, like, the Holy Spirit regenerates people who are then given faith and then must respond in repentance, right? There's, um, it's irresistible in that sense, right? Then, as the name implies. And then Arminianism, you can kind of guess probably the opposite. They would believe in resistible grace, that God's grace and call can be rejected. So, again, they would also believe, like, yeah, the Holy Spirit can be at work. And uh, essentially, I've heard it described, like, the Holy Spirit can essentially, like, woo people. Okay. Uh, But this can be rejected. And so even when God calls people to himself, that this calling can be rejected rejected. So God doesn't necessarily force anyone into salvation. All right. And then the fifth and last example here is in regards to, again, like drawing on the Calvinism kind of points here, like perseverance of the saints. And so that means like for Calvinism that since salvation is dependent upon God, once a person is saved, they cannot lose their salvation. Okay, so Calvinists believe you cannot lose your salvation if you are genuinely saved. And so if someone like walks away from the faith or different things, there's either one, it's not a permanent walking away that they will at some point kind of come back and be and their true faith will show, or they were never saved to begin with. Okay, and so the idea is that once someone is saved, though, they will persevere to the end. They will be saved. They cannot lose their salvation. But Arminianism, since salvation is dependent upon man choosing God, then it makes sense in this system that man can then reject his salvation and therefore lose his salvation. Man can choose, like, I no longer want to be saved, and so now I am not saved. Okay, is kind of the idea. Okay, so those are kind of, again, like kind of some specific examples of the general difference. But again, you can see how all those are really rooted in kind of what are you what are you emphasizing in salvation right there's this balance between god's sovereignty and um human free will which again look back in the previous podcast we talked about how uh you can those can work together and everything okay uh and so depending on which one you're kind of emphasizing is kind of which system you end up here right where if you emphasize more of the god's sovereignty uh, that's more of the Calvinist side. Uh, if you focus more on the man's free will and that choice in salvation, uh, then that's leaning more towards like the Arminius side. Okay. But kind of to wrap up here, like some kind of caveats here of, I think we need to remember that in particular in this case, that, uh, the ultimate matter of salvation, right, is that if one places their faith in Christ for salvation, they will be saved. That's something Calvinism, Arminianism, they can agree on. Okay, like that's really comes what it comes down to, right? So we can still have fellowship with people. We can still um, get along and everything with that um, and everything. Okay. But then the second thing I want to bring up kind of to wrap up here is I think we also need to be careful with identifying with certain theological systems. Okay, because we should be biblically focused and really question what the Bible says about various topics rather than just simply going along with every part of a certain theological system. Okay, we need to be able to ask the question, does the Bible really say that? And so even though, yeah, I might agree with this part of Calvinism or something like that, 
does that mean like I believe in everything of Calvinism? Okay, do I believe every single point? Or am I just saying like, well, I believe that, so I must be a Calvinist, and so I believe all these other things. That shouldn't be the case. We should be continually examining the scriptures to see what does the Bible say about these various topics. And like for me personally, okay, like I agree with, I would, I would agree more uh, strongly with Calvinism than Arminianism, okay, like in a lot of respects. However, I don't agree with everything with Calvinism, okay? Um, specifically in regards to like the atonement, right? Limited atonement, unlimited atonement and stuff. Like I would not hold to that limited atonement. And again, that comes down to um, I want to be a follower of Christ. I want to be biblical in my theological systems, not necessarily Calvinist in my theological systems. Okay, that's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to be biblical. And so hopefully that's what we strive to do. And so I end up at, like in that specific example, I end up at the position I do because this is what the Bible says. Okay, this is, in my mind, this is, I can't get around like this is where the Bible says this. Okay, and again, I know there's many defenses of the atonement, all that stuff, and I'm not going to get into that right now. But again, my point is we should be willing to examine the scriptures. Okay, to not just take people's word for it and say, oh, well, this person believes in Calvinism or even like me, right? Like saying this right now that I lean towards that. You shouldn't just immediately just say, oh, since he believes that, I believe that too. You should go to the scriptures and actually examine and look at what does the Bible actually say? Okay, so again, that's kind of my closing caveat here as we talk about a couple different theological systems that I think we, again, need to make sure that we're striving to be biblical and examining everything through the lens of scripture, okay? And so hopefully that helps uh, for the person who asked that. Uh, hopefully that gives some insight into some of the key differences of Calvinism and Armenianism. Again, um, you can go in a lot deeper dive. There's a lot of resources out there. Uh, that can explain more of the differences between the two. But again, that's uh, kind of an intro into the differences. Okay. So hopefully that helps and encouraging. And again, hopefully we can just be uh, men and women who really want to examine the Bible, examine what scripture actually says, and build our theology, not based on just different systems, but instead on the word of God. Okay. So that's going to do it for today's Q&A, and we'll catch you all next time.